the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon along with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is your first time you have joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women gain control of their lives. You know, tonight's topic, guys, is going to be a good one, and it's talking about comforting those in need. And we definitely know how the Holy Spirit works. He is definitely a comforter. And I'm going to go ahead and open up the show with Isaiah 61. One of mine is the NIV. It says, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness the prisoners. So I tell you what, I know what the comforter has done for me in many times in my life during the rough times and also the good times. And I'm sure, Blaine, that you can definitely talk on that. So I'll just go ahead and turn that over to you and let the Holy Spirit fill you. Amen. Man, I just want to say thank you for joining us, uh, family and friends. We are very blessed to be here. Uh, we like to encourage you through God's Word and uh, give you heads up as to what's going on out there in the homeless ministry that God's called us to, to be a part of. Um, this topic, as we get together, of course, we do pray for, for God to guide and direct, and, and we just thought comforting brings peace. And, and really, John, uh, Brother John, with what you just read, um, it is amazing how, I mean, the comfort. The, all of us have a lot of stories we could tell of where we were in either a fearful situation or in a um, a situation that was just something that we weren't able to handle, and we get to count on our God, and we get to count on His Word and proclaiming His Word. And so that's a beautiful scripture. Mm-hmm. I, I do have another one. I, I've got a very familiar scripture, you guys, um, and I would think that most of our audience has heard this one, but I'm going to read through it, and there's uh, of course there's some application to it. So um, – as we're out there, again, this team, you know, we, we want to bring comfort. Um, but to, to those that, again, we get to see and minister to, uh, but this is something we all need. And here's, here's I'm going to read out of Psalm 23. It's verse 4, and it says, Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So as, as we t- tonight go over comfort, it's our God. Our God comforts us, and, and something to do with even this psalm, uh, the psalm of David, that walking through the valley of the shadow of death, I, I have to say, guys, um, 
I've seen not only family, but uh, very dear ones um, depart from here. You know, they're walking through that valley. We're walking through the valley, but they actually have uh, passed on. And um, the thing that brings them comfort is God's word. And I, and I, I tell people, I, I, you know, here's a little story. Um, a, a close friend had uh, passed about uh, two, three weeks ago. I was able to hold her hand as she took her last breaths and uh, read her comforting scriptures, promises from our God, our Father, and then uh, read her amazing gra- or sing her amazing grace. So, um, you know, we we all need to be comforted. Um, God uses us. You know, we are His body. We are the tools. Um, but we know that He does the comforting. We know that He, through His Word, through His presence, through His Spirit, um, He's got us. Absolutely, Blaine. And you know, I want to note on that too. When we're out there and working with the homeless, um, they are looking for comfort. Yeah. They, they really are. And God sends us out there um, and, you know, and the spirit's within us. You know, it says that and, you know, in the word that we know that the comforter is within us. So mm-hmm. we are there to share and give them comfort, too. And that's in everyday life. We can comfort those of friends like what you were just saying in need. Um, but when we're out there, they're really looking to be comfort because um, there's so much, you, you know, there's so much turmoil i want to say out there on you know on the streets and there's not a lot of love out there and Mm -hmm. and so when we're out there preaching the word to them we're actually giving them the spirit which is you know we're planting the seeds but the comforter is coming into them and so that is the time to share and they'll even tell you that it's good to be around us out there and it's good you know when we're interacting with them because they get that peace and you know, and that is the comfort at work. And you're mm. so you're so true on that plane. Um, the comfort does come. I put a note in my book when when I was reading Isaiah sixty one um, verse one, and then I wrote this a long time ago. I don't even know the date in there, but I have it high um, written in my book. It says, "Jesus is my Lord and Savior. He has sent His Spirit upon me to do His will." And you know, and His will is to comfort those in need. And to help those. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that's what I wrote for Isaiah 61. And I have my little arrow pointing to where I wrote down. So that's what the Spirit put upon me. But not to interrupt you, but Blaine, that is so good that you, you were sharing that. Uh, it, it's completely true. And, and really, I'm, I'm through with that scripture. Um, it's one of those that, that is very, very comforting. And, and, of course, the entire Word of God is. Um, but, you know, it's Him. And it's His rod and His staff. And it talks about um, protecting and direction. That rod and that staff, they comfort me. Um, we know God's on the throne. You know, we're seeing some really uneasy times. You know, you guys, if, I know we get really honest around here. We pour our hearts out. If it seems like we're going through some tough times, I agree with you, John. I think those that we have been called and who we love that are out on their streets are going through some really hard times. Absolutely. They need the hope and they need the comfort and they do. They have joy when, when we get to help them um, love them, but you know they're getting cold out there. Yes, you know there's there's a lot of needs. There's a lot of I, I wasn't even thinking about this, you guys, but there's a lot of needs when it starts getting cold out there. I know we 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 always ask our audience to maybe help out. You know, with this ministry someday, Lord willing, we want to get that building for them, uh, for many of them that want to be there. Um, but you know, we got to start. We got to. This is our brothers and sisters or our audience and. You know, these, these homeless, they're going to start needing some coats, you know, and I'm sure, I'm sure Goodwill will cover us on some coats, but they're going to need some warmer clothes. And uh, we got to think about those things. But, but God does the comforting. He is the strength. 
He gets to use us, and man, oh man, does it bring joy when he does. You know, that's uh, so. You're so right on that, Blaine. Um, it's a comforter, and you know, comfort is um, is is not only in clothes. That's right. It is also in our 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 actions and our words to them. And you know, they've been on the street. They they're pretty savvy. They had know when you're just talking and just trying to pull the wolves over their eyes or if you're being really honest. So, yeah. um, you know, honesty is the best policy. I always said that no matter um, if someone asks you how you look and you're like, oh, well, I don't think you look that good. You might as well tell them and be honest with them and let them know because you ain't doing no service for them if you don't. So, you know, um, being out there and comforting them, um, comforting words is uh, means a lot because the words yeah. is um, just telling them, hey, you know, um, I know that you don't hear this a lot. And you probably haven't heard it for quite some time, but you know what? I care for you, and I do love you. And I'll tell you the reason yeah. why I say love you because um, um, I'm sharing this with you, and and it's an easy topic to go on and share the love of Christ, which He has done. So if you let the Spirit work, and you don't try to think of things to say and try, it's good to always come with a, a thought in your mind and what you're going to direction, what you're going to mm-hmm. talk to him about. But let the Holy Spirit work through you, and you'll be amazed what he can say. Amen. Just kind of an example of that. Uh, when I was up in uh, Stockton, I was a chaplain for the uh, Modesto Police Department. And it was amazing when you went out to these scenes where someone had died and it was really chaotic, the difference between going into homes where they were believers and homes where they were not, mm. where there were where they were believers, it was much calmer. They seemed to be comforted somewhat from from just knowing uh, God and Christ was right there with them. Mm-hmm. But you go into a home without that, and it would get very chaotic. And I, <laughs> I've been through some real experiences in those kinds of homes and, and things that you really wouldn't believe unless you were there to see them. But it, it was it was to me it was so obvious about which ones were Christians and had the comfort of Christ, the comfort of the Holy Spirit, and which ones are trying to do this on their own. They had when when someone dies in your family, everybody's sad, and there's really nobody there to offer comfort. Mm. When you're in a Christian home, even if everybody's sad, the Holy Spirit's there, and the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit comforts us. Amen. Yeah. 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 Absolutely, Ed. And, you know, and that's the comfort. That is the comforter of the Holy Spirit. He's there in times of uh, goodness. He's in times of badness. And he's in times in between. And, you you know, it's that old old, um, saying again, you're never really alone. You might feel alone. And and, and during bad times, I'm sure when we talk with the homeless out there, they are alone. Um, even though they say they have friends out there, um, it's really a doggy dog world. Um, you know, the, their stuff is getting stolen from yeah, them. There, right. there's a lot of fights that go on. We know of knifings and killings that goes on out there. And um, and but when you're out there and you're sharing with them and you're really giving them the comfort of spending time with them and really listening to them. And and then and give I'm giving them encouraging words and yeah. and 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 we try to explain to them saying um, 
I know this is hard for you to understand, but God is always with you. And and you always get the question is, and I love to shoot this one at you, Blaine, is like, well, then where is he? Oh, you know, yeah. that old saying, you know, and well, I don't know how he's, he's really here with me because um, look where I'm at. And and so how would you this would be a really good one. How would you answer that question, Blaine? Well, you know, we have to answer that question a lot. Yeah. You know, people are like, you know, and especially, you know, I've been praying for um, Michelle and um, Sherry, Sherry yes. the two women that were accepting the Lord. We were supposed to baptize them this weekend. Sherry, but, Sherry, Sherry did come to church this last uh, Sunday. God. Now her and her little dog, and he's he's a great dog. He doesn't he doesn't get out there and hassle everybody. He lays down and he actually listens to the word. But the great thing about this is <laughs> the dog that, listens to the word. <laughs> but uh, but the thing about it is Sherry came to church, so God is really touching her and Amen. she's um is looking forward to it. So I'm sorry about to give you that good news, but I just had to share that. That is all good news. And really the whole point to all this is I'm going to mention to you guys when someone becomes a new believer, they want God to be their genie. I mean, we're showing the love yes. of Christ. You yes. know, Christ provides everything. He protects us. He's our rod and our staff. It brings comfort to us. But when things don't go exactly the way they want them, and we start going through the fiery trials that we've all gone through, yeah. the encouragement is always hold on. Be in fellowship. Like Sherry, I've been walking. You've been walking a long We've been walking a long time. We don't have to say how long, but um, almost ancient, praise God. But when I'm around new believers— I tell him, I said, man, we have to be in fellowship every week, every day in his word. And there's something about getting, making it to church. You know, there's something about being in fellowship. It's an hour to an hour and 15. We're worshiping. We're, I, I purge. I, I'm one of those guys that just, man, I just, everything just leaves me during worship, you know, worshiping our Lord and our Savior because he's so good to us and we, do, we, we don't deserve his grace. Mm-hmm. So the, the encouragement to those is you've got to hold on. You've got to be around believers you guys just the three of us right now fellowshipping with our audi- our audience and in giving testimony of what's going on out there is we have to be in fellowship because life is not easy and and we don't we we don't want to portray that because we God is love but man there's challenges out there and uh, and I and I I know I I really believe through the years that I've been walking that you know God allows those challenges you know, they keep us really close to him, just like you losing some sleep last night. It seems like it happens to me often where I just want to be in his word, sit in his lap, and let him just speak to me. And I think we need to coach the new believers more on, hey, you know, don't expect everything. He's going to chip away like a chisel. You know, he's working, he's moving, he's changing, just like what he talks about with the, with the soil. Some of us have that just rock-hard soil and and there's weeds, and there's things that need to happen. And, and God is so gentle, but he's so perfect that he will work and move and start removing that those those weeds and, and the thorns and the thistles, and he starts working in our lives. It, you, yeah. That is a perfect alienation on that. That is a talking about being rock-hard soil. That is what we're dealing out there with because yeah. they are, are made to get hard because of their lifestyles out there mm-hmm. and the way the life, it, life is out there. And that is the thing what we are there for, is sending that soothing rain, that comforting rain, that that gentle rain, not that harsh coming down. You know, if you don't repent, you're going to, you know, that kind of stuff. But, you know, giving them that soothing 
rain that soaks into that soil, that breaks that soil. And I love the way you said that because that's what we're dealing against out there. Mm-hmm. And the, the gracious thing about it is, is watching God break the hardest of the hardest out there. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon they're up there and they're in prayer and they're asking God to come into. I I, I seen that with um, with some of the bad bad apples eyes to say there's oh we're there's always there we always have bad apples in society and but they're not saying that they're not human they're not personal they just have a hard they're having a hard life and they're trying to get through life which they think is the best way to do it there's a there's a name for that it's called survival yes uh-huh. uh, you you saying. really have to get to be hard-hearted to survive out there that's why what we take to them is different yes we're take that softening because now, instead of trying to survive on their own, we take Christ to them. And when they re- accept Christ, it's a softening of the heart because now they understand that they have an advocate to the Father that can help them through these trials. Mm. I have a verse here that uh, kind of gives us a uh, a source of all this. you know. And, and I bring this up because we don't take any credit for bringing comfort. And That's here's right. why. It's in 2 Corinthians verse, uh, chapter 1, verse 3. It says, All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, God who is, who is our merciful Father and source of all our comfort. So when we have comfort, we know the source. Mm-hmm. We don't comfort ourselves. And that's if we try, that's when we end up in trouble. But it's the Father that brings us the, the comfort. Now, verse 4 goes on to tell us what we do with this comfort that God has given us. It says, He comforts us in all of our troubles so that we can comfort others. Mm. When they are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort that God gave us. Isn't that a great verse? Perfect verse. You know, uh, sometimes we get all upset over things and God comes in and calms us down and you think, why did I go through that? Yeah. And then you walk out there and you start talking to somebody who is going through the same thing you just went through. And you can take that comfort that God gave you, you can share it with them and bring comfort to them. And I think that's what God has called us to do. I mean, we are not to hoard anything. So if God gives Mm -hmm. us comfort, we need to understand he gave it to us so we can share it with somebody else. Amen. And, And that's where we need to go from here. And, and I, I like Paul's word here in the next verse is, for the more we suffer for Christ, the more God showers us with his comfort mm. through Christ. Ooh. So if you think things are bad now and it starts getting worse, just remember God's comfort gets greater as well. So we just have to remember that when when troubles come, we need to turn to Christ. And I I, I can give you, well, I'm not going to give you numbers, but... Uh, of times when I tried to do it myself until I found out I was banging my head against the wall. Mm-hmm. And then I turned to Christ, and I'm thinking, why didn't I do this in the beginning? But, you know, I guess I guess everybody goes some, through some of that. But the minute you turn it over to Christ and you, you can sit back knowing he's going to take care of it, and that in itself is a comfort that we get from him. And that's one of the things we're trying to get through to the people out there in the street. It may seem like everything's caving in on them, but when they understand God is there in the midst of what they're going through, they can rely on him, and 
and those who have accepted Christ, uh, you see kind of a different attitude in them. They're not quite as, uh, let me tell you, even with Christ, we're we're humans. Mm -hmm. And the things that go on out there, the things those people see going on uh, is enough to put fear in your heart. But those that have come to Christ, uh, they have that peace and they have that comfort and they might have a little fear, um, but they know where to turn to get peace and comfort, and and they don't uh, they don't just fold up and uh, uh, give up and fold up and call it quits. Right. They're they're out there. They they just keep going and going. And again, just like I was talking about with the uh, with the chaplaincy, um, we see the difference of people who have Christ out there and those that don't. That's right. And it's kind of the same way. You you see a different uh, expression on their face than you do those who don't have Christ. And uh, and so, like I say, we are to share not just to pray with them, but we are to share our comfort. And when they're in something we can relate to, we need to go over and, and spend some time with them and help bring comfort to them. That's our calling. That's mm-hmm. our calling according to the Scripture. I love it. I just love that. That's that's. The scriptures you couldn't ask for better scriptures than those right there. It's coming out. I, I that's exactly it. And folks, it is easy to share out there. All you got to do is just tell them your testimony, and you know you just never know who's going to hit you at the you know at that time or who you're going to touch in life. Um, I I got a call. This is this is really interesting. Um, this last week, and um, and I was talking to this gentleman, and I said, um, where are you where are you where are you at, or where are you from, or where where are you located at? And he says, I'm down here in San Diego. And I asked him, I said, well, how did you hear about me? And he goes, well, the word out here on the street is that if we need something, that we can call you. And, you know, um, we're out in East County. I don't work down in San Diego. I will, I, you know, I will help people down there if need be, but that's not our area. Our area is where we've been out here in East County. So um, the word spreads, and uh-huh. that's what we are, we're asking for. The, you know, for that. So um, his name was Anthony. And so um, trying working with him and getting him, I gave him some contact numbers. And I said, hey, if that doesn't work, so we'll stay in contact and let's work through this out. So I gave him a couple of numbers and and he's doing good. So um, it's just that's that's that is that's the word. That's the word that's mm. getting around the seed that's been planted. And 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 for that to get to San Diego. That to me was um, acknowledgement that God was telling me, "Hey, look, you're reaching places, mm-hmm. and I'm just letting you know." Um, and 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 that was a comfort to me because there's times where we we put our heart and soul into this. We 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 because God gives us that uh, that blessing, that anointing to go and and do this out there. And sure, we see like Sherry, and there's others, but there's other people that I've been working on and working on and i know those seeds planted and it would keep watering and watering um it just breaks my heart at times is that um that the world has got them so caught up in their um their usage their usage that it's really hard i know where time is coming to end if anybody would like to share before uh we in here would you like to say something oh later man i'm Eddie? sitting here smiling so why if there were a camera you guys after <laughs> after pastor ed read that scripture you know, uh, John's like, man, you nailed it. I I, ha- I wrote something down. I mean, that scripture, if, if if 
family, if you guys can remember what, what um, Pastor Ed read, I just put ginormous so that we can bring comfort to others. I have one quick scripture. I'm going to send it your way, Brother John. Okay. Um, it's Psalm 94, and it's 19. It says, in the multitude of my anxieties within me, your comforts delight my soul. We, as we are traveling, as we read earlier through the valley of the shadow of death, his comforts delight our soul, and we can share that with others. Where do we get it? We learn tonight. The source is our Lord Jesus Christ, and it's his word. And man, oh man, my question to our group is, are you being used to comfort others? Get out there, family. Let's just pray. Let's love like crazy, and let's give God's truth, because it's his truth and his word that will comfort us and carry us through the next day. Amen on that. Ed, would you like to say something real quick here Uh, in closing? No, I think I'm talked out. <laughs> hey, that's a that first, was good. Hey, that's that's a first a, for him. Yeah. I'm telling you. Uh, that, okay. It was well, wonderful. You know, folks, I hope <laughs> this word. was encouraging for you. I hope that you will do the will of the Lord. Um, that is to give your testimony, to share to others, to let them know the good news that's in you and why you are having such a walk in your life. Um, I like to start the closing of the show to t- let people know that um, I like to give a shout out to Javier at Sombreros and his family. Thank you guys mm-hmm. very, very much for all that you do for the homeless out there by giving them food. I like to thank Goodwill with Anna and Kim. Thank you so much for the uh, for the clothing, the coats, and the blankets, and all the needs that we need for out there to help us. And Pastor Steve Forsythe in the El Cajon Westland Church. Hey, we appreciate you really helping us out there in the outreach. We thank you for your participation in that. Um, we are a 501c3 nonprofit. So um, if you'd like to donate to us, you can give us a call at 619-715-6915. Or you can go online to uh, cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. And you can donate that way. Folks, it's been really good to be here with you tonight. May God bless you, and may you say your prayers. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.